He can speak. He just chooses not to. I'd love to stand closer to him, if I may. Get a sense of his awareness, or my own awareness. No, make no mistake, he's aware. He was watching you as we arrived. Perhaps you'd like to tie your left shoelace? Mr. Tavoli here, the gentleman with the umbrella, has a fixation for such things. Underestimate no one. Guest today needs no introduction at all. Please welcome back to the show for Set Jetter Saturdays, Mr. Robert Patterson. Hello, everybody. Thanks Happy for coming Saturday. on the show. Thank you. I'm glad we got to do a show today. You are actually expecting snowfall. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it's that time of year. I don't like it before Halloween, though, because then it just feels like Halloween's spoiled. Even the holidays already kind of spoiled this year, obviously, but... It's just right. it's too too damn cold right now. I never thought about that. I don't know if I've ever experienced snow before Halloween. Maybe once. Yeah. But you're 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 very accustomed to the uh, to blizzard season. Absolutely. And when you said that, it reminded me. I remember Jamie Lee Curtis in particular on the Halloween Criterion Collection commentary way back in '93 or whenever that was. Uh, uh, she talked about. Uh, how green it was for Illinois, you know, almost November. Uh, it was, everything was as green and lush as it could be. Cause it was obviously it was springtime in Los Angeles. Yeah. That's like one of the few, if maybe the only thing that bothers me about Halloween is it's uh, you know, it's supposed to be Illinois in October and it, you know, there's green trees and the windows are open. It's like, no nah, man, it's freezing there. Yeah. People are barely wearing jackets. Right, <laughs> right. You're just like, but I, but I always forget about that. And then I just enjoy the film. Absolutely. Which brings us to our first topic today. You've been posting a lot, uh, kind of a Halloween countdown on your, um, on your uh, Instagram about uh, the Halloween franchise. I have been. I've been, uh, in particular, obviously, we just had a couple of anniversaries, Halloween 3 and Halloween 4. So obviously, I had to get those anniversaries out. And then... Um, I've been posting more locations about Halloween 2018, um, but I've started doing that actually daily um, for actually my, my real reason is that I'm not done with my webpage yet. So what do you mean? You're not done the, the new uploads? Yeah. So for Halloween 2018, I've only gotten about uh, a third of the way through the movie for my kind of full page of, of, of locations. So oh. um, that's why, um, I start doing pieces because I'm like, I'm not even done with my page yet. And uh, that anniversary has passed, but Halloween is coming up. So that's kind of my excuse to uh, right. have pieces. But my other excuse is that uh, I found, I went out and tried to find every single little spot, even if it shows up for like three seconds in the movie uh, location. So um, that's why it, it doesn't all fit in, in a, a 10 photo Instagram either. So. Yeah, no, I'm glad that you said that, though, because I really do enjoy the daily posts about Halloween. I know you visited most of the sets, and uh, that's cool that there's more in store. Absolutely, yeah. So th there's good stuff coming up, and as you probably saw that I really lucked out that um, like I got inside Karen Strode's house, uh, Judy Greer's house, um, and those people were like just super nice as can be. Where is that house again, uh, for those unfamiliar? 
So this is all in Charleston. Um, so almost 95% of it was shot in Charleston, kind of Charleston proper. So, and uh, it's, it's funny. So I first went to Charleston in, I think it was summer 2018. So the movie was shot. Um, everything was done. Uh, no trailer was released. And I went there anyway, uh, looking for uh, locations. And all I really had was behind the scenes shots that people had taken or people posted. So I knew different neighborhoods they shot at, um, but, but nothing else had been released. And so I would go to these neighborhoods and I would take pictures and neighbors would come out and they're like, Oh yeah, Michael Myers walked down here. And then he did went into this house. And so I just, Oh, cool. I took lots of pictures and um, uh, one I, for Julian's house, a little kid that um, the girl is babysitting. So I was in that neighborhood. I was taking pictures and it was interesting because uh, he said, Oh yeah. And there was a, uh, there was a dog hanging, uh, over over here and so forth and so I took pictures of where he said it was kind of happening but that wasn't in the movie obviously but ended up being one of the deleted scenes that they put on the it ended up being a neighborhood weirdo that just hung a dog I was you're you're being investigated no and that that particular guy was nice because he he said oh they also shot on such and such street which is kind of in the next neighborhood over so I went on the street and it's a long street and it looks like it looks like kind of um kind of looks like Haddonfield and uh, he and luckily there's a guy on a porch and I just I just said, hey, where did, where did they shoot the Halloween? And he just kind of pointed catty corner to him. And so I took a lot of pictures of the house. And that was Judy Greer's house in the movie, which uh, then ended up making the trailer. Um, so I kind of lucked out there. That's amazing. Yeah, because I was trying to put together the timeline of when you shot that and the film, because it felt to me like it was earlier. So I figured yes. it maybe it was right after the trailer or something. But that's good work yeah. to do that. Yeah, and listeners, so right. you should go to set-jetter.com if you're unfamiliar and check out these uh, photos as well as um, Set Jetter on Instagram. But you really lucked out with the uh, with Halloween 2018. Yeah, so then I went back in March 2019, um, which is almost a year uh, to when they shot the first film because I kind of wanted to get the same feel. And then by, by then sure. I knew every single spot that I, I needed to go to and um, track down the... Uh, Judith Myers tombstone and that cemetery, which was kind of tough, but um, I'll be proud to say I was the first one to find that exact spot on on that cemetery. Why, why was it tough to track it down? Was it's it just a because huge, the... it's a huge cemetery. So oh, uh, yeah. luckily I found one gravestone that I could recognize and I just went to the, uh, I don't know what you call it, the information center or at the, at the, at the cemetery and she was able to yeah. point it to me. And, and even though you, you have, you know, a grid and you kind of know it's in this, 30 yard by 30 yard area. And but, uh, I was able to kind of figure that out, but I had a lot of good luck uh, as well, where I got to the Elrod backyard um, where they shot that scene. Yeah. Um, Julian's house. They let me inside and take a picture of the closet where Michael comes out of and, and everything. The kitchen. When you were taking shots of these, when these people were accommodating of letting you in, were you like the first one to ask them to do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I was there, uh, I was, the movie had been out a, a few months and, and like we, I've said before, I think it helps that you know, I say I'm from Nebraska and I can guarantee, you know, Halloween is my number one. Uh, oh yeah, there it is. A uh, 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 film. And so I'm not, I'm not lying when I say that. And so, and you just never know, you know, pretty much I do exteriors, but if, if I really love a film, I'm like, it doesn't hurt. I'm just knocking on the door and, and I'm each time I'm surprised. So I mean, the first time I went to the Elrod house and I'm like, can I take a picture of your backyard? And she's like, I guess so. And 
they just let me walk through their house and I've taken pictures and I thank you. And then um, I think the next house I went to was uh, Judy Greer's house, uh, Karen Strode's house. Nice as can be. Uh, they actually gave me the skillet and spatula that she was using. Uh, yeah, that's to, really cool. Yeah, to, uh, that they, cause she goes, oh, we, they left that here. And, uh, and they showed me actually behind the scenes pictures. And, you know, she had pictures of her and Judy. They were wearing the same outfit and, and stuff like that. No way. And then same thing with uh, Julian's house. Same thing. I just knocked on the door and I said, hey, this is what I'm doing. And they just like, come on in. And like, I'm, they probably won't do that with everybody or, you know, I'm, I should, I shouldn't say I ruined it for other people, but doesn't, doesn't hurt to ask. And you, you know, no with kindness for sure. Yeah. Apparently not. And you're a nice guy. You know, you got a friendly face. I'm sure they're, <laughs> they're, they're pretty, you know, welcoming. Where in the film was the location of the restaurant where um, Jamie Lee Curtis kind of crashes it and starts drinking the wine. So that was a little outside of Charleston. So um, I'm trying to remember, I have to get out my map. It's a, I do, and I do have a Halloween map. So for anybody that goes to any of my Halloween pages, the, at the very bottom, there's a Halloween locations map. So for every location in the series. Yeah, that's a nice touch, that. by the way. You did that with the stand as well. Yeah, especially big ones where it's a lot. And I, I know people like to travel and make kind of pilgrimages to to these areas. So. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that one, and that was also, are you, have you ever watched Mr. Mercedes? Uh, it's three, mm. they have three seasons out now. Mr. Mercedes. Probably Who, not. It's a no. Stephen, based on Stephen King. Yeah. I know the, I know the work. I haven't seen it though. So, so it's fantastic series also shot in Charleston. Um, it only plays live on, is it direct TV or AT&T network audience network or something like that? But they do release them on Blu-ray, so I, I highly recommend it. It's actually one of my favorite series. But they all, they shot at that same restaurant, so they shot at a lot oh. of the same places. So oh, that's um, pretty cool. Restaurant was yeah, restaurant was super nice. I went during uh, like five o'clock one night, and they're like, I was like, uh, you know, I I don't want to be the weirdo taking pictures of people, and uh, they said come back at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning before we open. We'll let you take as many pictures as you like. So no way, right. so, that's cool. Yeah. So it helps out. My favorite Halloween 2018 story is, um, um, so there's uh, Smith's Grove is uh, like three different places in the movie. And so right. the, the first, yeah, when you first kind of see, actually the interiors were all, well, the, the checkerboard that everybody's familiar with is actually a, a military magnet school. And yeah, so, you mentioned uh, it was the windows were like superimposed in uh, post probably because they were a lot bigger absolutely. in real life. Yeah, so obviously the kind of normal size windows, prison windows are about a third of that size. Yeah, and all the behind the scenes pictures, they didn't do anything to the windows, so that's that's primo CGI when you don't even notice oh, that yeah. they kind of change things. Pretty good. Um, but um, uh, the exterior of the prison, and actually a lot of the interior of the prison was actually shot at a prison, and so uh, it took some doing, but I located that, and that's kind of outside of Charleston, about. Uh, uh, 45 minutes away so and it's um, an active prison it's an active prison uh, mr mercedes also shot there and i actually just went to take some exterior shots because from Lori's point of view you know see they they're getting on the bus you know um yeah that night so that they shot actually shot that at the prison as well so um so i went i went in and i asked if i could take pictures and she was actually she was super nice she goes oh if you would have emailed before i could have let you i could have i had you take pictures of where we shot it but uh, you you can't just show up, so right. <laughs> More than Security. I have ever expected. 
but she was super nice or what there were, I was missing one location and that was the bus crash. I could not find, you know, where the bus crash scene took place. And it's obviously there's no hints. The mile. No, marker it's was, a dark night scene on the side of like a Royal road. The mile marker was made up uh, uh, for the movie. None, none of it matched. I knew there was kind of a curve in the road and the trees looked that way. But so I just, I had no idea where that was. And that was kind of my one missing location. She goes, but you do know they shot the bus scene and she's, uh, <laughs> She named it a, a, a highway like a mile away. And I was like, oh, perfect. Thank you. And sure enough, I mean, there's only one bend in that, that highway curve. So I found the spot where the, the bus crash was shot. That's good sleuthing right there to get that shot. I, I believe in serendipity. You know, if I had yeah. not gone to the prison and, and done all that. But, uh, but yeah. It's a great film. I rewatched it last night. I've only seen it once before. I wasn't super impressed when I first saw it but I watched it again and gave it the respect it deserved. It was kind of distracted the first time ADHD and I was like doing yeah. something. So I was like, yeah, it's okay. Uh, but I did watch it again alone and you know, no distractions and just straight on last night. And I, I really have to say, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a very well done film. And um, I guess the continuity, let me ask you, yeah. do they kind of ignore Halloween two and the rest and jump like, the timeline is right from the first Halloween to this one. Correct. Yeah. So in the choose your own adventure of Halloween's, this is uh, Halloween one. And then this one uh, in this particular version. So I like that they did that. It's kind of like how Jurassic world ignored two and three and did, it was like a sequel to the first. Yeah. Cause it gives it a refreshing kind of reboot in a way, but they also, in this case, a sequel, but they, they, it, it's, it's refreshing in the sense that, they don't have to allude to like five other sequels or whatever. Yeah. Or try to tie it together and so forth. So I, I do, for the most part, I do like that. Uh, the only thing that s sticks out strange to me and they actually address it in the film is that um, Michael Myers still has the kind of this iconic, he has the kind of this mythology about him still. And in reality, yeah. would a guy that killed uh, three or four people on Halloween night, would he still have this kind of mythology around him 40 years later? You know? No, I, and I thought about that too. And they, they alluded to that in the film when they were like, yeah, it was a crazy kid that killed some people. It's not like a huge thing. This happened a long time ago. He's in jail. Um, what, do you, what is your take on that? So I, I kind of get, I mean, I'm glad they addressed it. Um, and, and they have that, the, the walking to school scene is kind of, I call it the exposition scene because they kind of get a lot of that stuff out of the way. They talk about wasn't he yeah. her, her brother? And they're like, no, it's made up. And wasn't this or whatever. And they kind of, the, the kids walking to school kind of get rid of a lot of that kind of stuff uh, for fans, mostly. For um, right, uh, most people, they're like, true. There's people that don't know the difference between Jason and Michael and, and all that. But uh, those but idiots. They do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there is a little bit of a, uh, would um, I obviously, uh, you know, I totally believe obviously in, in trauma and how that affects people. Um, would Lori still be cleaning her guns for 40 years? Uh, Linda Hamilton style. Um, I'm not sure, but it works for the movie. And I, yeah. I'm glad she had Lori Strode hair. Yeah. Thank God for that. If they try to just do current contemporary Jamie Lee Curtis from like the Activia commercials, <laughs> it wouldn't have worked as well. Well, um, that was that was my one of my uh, not pet peeves, but for H two O, it was yeah, it was Jim, it was more Jamie Lee Curtis than it was Laurie Strode because the, that's just the way she looked, you know. Yeah, it was 
very nice skin, Jamie Lee Curtis. And good highlights in her hair. Yes. In, she, did I, look, she looked great, yeah. I did see Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, I think it was January this year, like right before the pandemic. Um, yeah. And I saw her in Beverly Hills. Uh, she was walking right by me. And uh, she's a really nice lady, you know, to me. But she looked great. I mean, she takes really good care of herself. Um, obviously, like money and everything always helps. But oh, wow. she's very put together. Um, and it's very, like, presentable and likable. And, uh, yeah, she looks great. Well, she comes from old Hollywood. I mean, or her parents, you know. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, she comes from that era. She's from that era. You got yeah. to gotta, gotta look good all the time for the camera. Uh, spoiler alert, at the end of Halloween, there's a scene, without giving too much away, uh, Michael Myers is in the basement of Laurie Strode's house, locked in there, places on fire. He's kind of looking up at her. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't know if there's something wrong with me, but there was a part of me that felt bad for him. I'm like... That poor guy just standing there. And then you're like, nah, he's, he's a psycho killer. He's trying to kill everybody. But he's just kind of watching them through this cage as the fire. Did any part of you feel a little bit bad for him, or am I just a nut job? Uh, you're slight nut job. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, well, and especially you can't even see his eyes. So you're, you're, you're projecting Psychopath? on his face what you're kind of thinking. But, and I think that kind of non-whatever is like, um, it almost reminded me at the end of H2O, he looks into her eyes and yes. you're like, yep. is this sad? I didn't get the same feeling from H2O as this. I, a little bit because H2O was more, they humanize him more during that scene or the ambulance driver more during that sure, scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason, there was a little part of me that just like, you feel bad for him because he's like this well, sad, twisted thing yeah. that doesn't know what he's doing or doesn't know any better. No. But as a Halloween fan, like there's there's a couple of things. I, I, I just remember uh, sitting in the theater because I went to the uh, Halloween 40th anniversary convention. So we got to see it a week early at a special screening. And I just oh, remember the cool. opening. They have about a minute long pre-credit, you know, which is the norm for movies of, you know, the, the 12 studios that helped produce this or put it together. Oh, yeah. um, but I just remember it was like, oh, I cannot believe I had not been this excited to see Halloween, obviously see Halloween movies since. 1998 with H2O. I was like, I can't, I can't believe I'm sitting in the theater going to see another Jamie Lee Curtis Halloween movie. That that is pretty surreal and exciting. That in its own to see that, and it had a fresh take too. Like I think Danny McBride did a good one. They're gonna have um, Halloween Kills. Does that that comes out this year? Uh, next year now they delayed it. And then Halloween ends. Correct. And that's gonna be the end of this trilogy. I think so, and I, I'm pretty pretty sure this will be the end of the Jamie Lee part of the trilogy, and, um, and probably any any involvement with John Carpenter. I would think so. I think they're getting, you know this they like John said before he can only do so much, or you know um, to you know how many times can they they do this? Uh, they had a new fresh take on it, um, yeah. And this kind of should be the end, but there's always money to be made and. Right, they'll go on forever. It probably, yeah. historically speaking, just just from looking at other franchises and and what they've done, is they'll they'll probably end it here, and then number of years later, whatever that is, there will be some kind of reboot, and that'll be like the whole thing. Because don't forget, they there was a, a long gap between Friday the Thirteenth, um, where it was just done to death and just not original anymore, or too original and it yeah. just didn't work, and then they kind of brought that back. Um, 
But Halloween has a better longevity, I think, than Friday. It has some classiness more to it. That, um, and I think yeah. Halloween 2018 brought out huge mainstream audiences. And I yeah, think and Jamie Lee Curtis it's, it's is very well that. shot, too. Yeah. Cinematography, it's pretty good. Absolutely. So, um, but I think, yeah, I, I think more mature audiences, uh, I would say now like myself, um, but even older than me, that Mature. they have fond memories of the original Halloween and uh, the fact that Jamie Lee came back, even though she's came back for multiple ones, but it kind of added some prestige to it. You know, like, oh, this is worth worth seeing. I think it was number one for like two weeks. I mean, it made a lot of money. It did. They, they did a really good job, too. I really like um, the police officer, the guy that played the uh, the policeman. I forget his name, but he's in Armageddon. He's in like he's a character actor. He's in a lot of films. Oh, the sheriff? The sheriff. Yeah. yeah. He did a really good job. And um, I, I felt very like intrigued and I believed it during the scene with the kid and his dad that come stumble upon the uh. crashed prison bus. Because, <laughs> you know, they, 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 they use 2018 kind of tropes in there. Like the kid's like, I just want to dance because that's acceptable. Yeah. yeah. You know, in 2018, the dad's like, I want you to hunt. And, uh, you know, they, they just they ended up killing the kid and you, you just kind of forgot you're watching a movie and it, I really believed it. Um, so, but uh, they did a great job, I, I feel, with this film. So my water cooler moment, as Alfred Hitchcock would say with that particular scene, is <laughs> I, have, I have issue with that young... How, like, how old do you think that kid is? 12 years old. Okay. And he calls him his dad? He, and he says, Daddy. And how old do you think that guy is? That guy was probably 65, 70. So Jamie Lee Curtis is a grandmother in this. and Right to a 17 year old and uh and i i i have trouble i'm like i, I think i think you were missing a generation in between here good point uh, with- i didn't think about that but good point <laughs> you know the kid's like 12 and he's like daddy it, and uh you're like ah, i think that guy could be his grand and i'm like i don't think that's his dad but, yeah uh, the age gap now that you, now yeah. you mentioned it was a little bizarre now the sheriff was supposed to you, you probably know this that he was supposed to be uh the one that catches Michael Myers in 1978. Um, they, right. they were, the original yep. script was, um, uh, that was going to, the original script was going to start with a flashback, uh, right where Halloween ended and yeah. it was going to. And in fact, they more or less created the set of the Doyle bedroom, uh, which they reused in the film. Um, as most fans will, will, will notice as, yeah. uh, one of the upstairs bedrooms in Lori's house. Yeah. And it was pretty cool too. It was a good nod. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of good nods and I, and we may have talked about this before that seeing it with the 40th anniversary convention with the ultra fans uh, that first just laughing at all the little in jokes um, that, that kind of uh, came along, you know, with uh, uh, Allison looking outside and seeing Lori across the street, watching her in school from the classroom. Right. Yeah. And the dollhouse. Yeah. And then, well, the dollhouse, I'm like, that's not the Myers house. Maybe it's a, yeah, I don't know. What were they doing with the dollhouse? Was that supposed to be the Myers symbolic, house? Maybe. I don't know. So it wasn't quite the Myers house. No. It wasn't Halloween 5 Myers house by any means, but... <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. I do like um, the reporters or the podcasters that are trying to get in the house. And she's like, we're doing a Investigative journalist. Yeah, and as soon as she says investigative journalist, it's like, that's such a bullshit answer. It's great. That's, but that's what people do. I, think I have I a podcast. Had her, I, I had her sign that on uh, an autograph. 
that actress. The investigative journalist? I said, put it in all caps because that's where I'm like, investigative journalist. Oh, nice. She, where, where was she at? The convention? Yeah, I met her a couple different times at different conventions. Though. Oh, she, that's cool. Super, really? I think she weighs a whopping 98 pounds. Oh, um, yeah. She's as skinny as she looks. But um, actually, funny. I got to meet both of them. They were, and I got a picture with both of them together uh, side by side. Oh, that's so cool. She met a grisly end in the, uh, in the film. She did. And I think th- this film did bring back some of the brutalness. Yeah. And yeah, it I did. Thought, yeah, which I liked. And it was just kind of no nonsense. Um, as, as many as winks and nods there is to other films. And as much of um, the humor sometimes is uh, not, not, yeah. quite what the, uh, not quite fit with what we're used to in a, in a Halloween or genre film. Um, but then they don't mess around when it comes to the deaths. No, and I think the deaths and bringing back um, the brutalness of some of it kind of made it a stronger film. Because one thing I, that I believe doesn't age well in horror movies, and it's not going to in this one, are the humor and the one-liners that teenagers use. Because they try to make them cool and contemporary in every film. and this one, it's no different. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot of like... Hey, can I do this? Hey, let's smoke some pot. Hey, uh, what? Hey, here's your, I get it. You have a cell phone because kids use cell phones, you wacky writers. But um, I feel like movies can never really get in horror movies the teenage uh, cheesiness to ever yeah. like age well. Um, so I maybe, that's, maybe that's part of it. But I do think the brutalness of the murders of Michael Myers brings something back that was kind of missing in the late 90s ones that you kind of wanted to see. And these teenagers weren't too bad. I mean, um, yeah. and now I'm forgetting her. I'm forgetting the character's name. That the girl that babysits Julian, the blonde. Yeah. Um, so her and Julian had a great rapport, and obviously, I'm, I'm assuming that some of that was uh, improved on the set uh, by the kid. But, um, but yeah, no, I like I, I liked it for the most part. Um, and the one that you kind of wanted to see get it ended up not uh, uh, Lonnie Lamb's. Yeah. Yeah, he should have uh, had Lonnie Lamb's son. Is that right? Lonnie Lambs. Lonnie Lambs in the first Halloween. Yeah. I'm an ultimate Halloween fan. Obviously, it's it's too late. I've had a long day. The guy that <laughs> sold him peyote. Yeah. But um, but anyway. Yeah, he you wanted him to get it. Yeah. Big time. So he'll he throw, probably... throw the cell phone and like cheese dead. Like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> she should have killed him right there. She should have killed him right there. That's it. I found yeah, that Yeah, it was a good, it was a good yeah. film. That, that's that the gym scene I was kind of um, so the exterior of the school um, I went there and then uh, I went to the I actually I got we got inside and I was talking to the guy and he was like super nice and there's a gymnasium kind of in there and I'm like oh it's just where they shot the dance he's like no they shot it across the street I'm like oh okay so he, huh. he was really helpful and he's like oh you might want and I said and I said okay I was just you know asking and he's like oh you might want to see this this room, this is where they shot the classroom. I'm like, all right. And so he let me take pictures of that. And then he showed me uh, the room next to it. And he said, this is where they shot the hospital scene. So, uh, Oh, yeah, he was like the, 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 the sheriff, the black sheriff with the hat, that scene. Yep. yep. So oh, all in the okay. same place. And then yeah, super nice. And he said, he's like, Oh, these people left, um, the call sheet and part of the script for, for the scenes that day. And I was like, Oh, that's great. And he's like, do you want them? I'm like, yeah. So, no way he gave him yeah he yeah. had him yeah and he's like no go ahead and take him i'm like all right um, oh, that's so nice that's so cool 
it, it was just weird. Actually, in his office was where they shot a scene that was deleted as well, where, where um, Laurie Strode goes to visit Karen at her work, where she's a, a counselor. That never even showed up in deleted scenes, but they did shoot that. But. Oh, they did, because they, they talked about it at the yeah. restaurant. Yeah. I guess the pacing, it wouldn't work. Yeah, I guess it would, maybe it was too much. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't right fit. On. I do like the opening of Halloween. It's, they do it very similar, or if not the same, as the original Halloween for the opening credits, except for the pumpkin inflates. Yes. Um, which was really cool. They used the same font for the screen credits and everything. Like I, I felt like it was done the, uh, not just the credits, obviously, but the film yeah. was done in a very respectful nod. Like it wasn't just, you know, Oh, I love this movie. Let's redo it. We got the rights yeah. and they're just running with it. I felt like it was done in a respectful light and it worked. Yeah. Could have been Dean Cundy. It looked like it looked pretty nice. Yeah. Sure. Right. It was cool. The uh, walk to school scene, the one that you call the exposition scene. Yes. Was that in the same town? As this place you're talking about now with the... Yes, the so they're all it. kind of somewhat related. If you kind of go to my map, there's places where they kind of go from here to there. And I'm trying to remember... Oh, that one I remember at opening night because I knew in the trailer that was... They shot some of that scene. I'm like, I need to find that street. And so um, I remember they're walking around the corner and you can see the street name in the background. And I didn't have paper with me or anything at you know the movie premiere. And I was just like... I kept remembering, like, oh, I have to keep remember the street when I get back. And so the first thing I did when I got back to my hotel room was look up that street to kind of find that that location because I was I was intent on that. So that's actually um, uh, it's not too far from a couple of other scenes uh, that they shot as well, and a couple of scenes that they used in Mercy Mercedes. That's pretty cool. And one location's already gone. So the. Uh, the other place they shot the school was you saw the football field in the background with yeah. the, uh, so I knew they shot there. And so I just took some random pictures um, when I, my, during my first visit. And then if the movie came out, I'm like, Oh, now I need to go back and get the actual, you know, true shots and whatever gone. There, oh, no the, way. the stadium, the, the, the stands, the field, everything was demolished. And so I'm like, I was glad I got there when I did. Oh yeah. Talk about good timing. Um, the Halloween map that you have on the website, listeners, check it out. Check it out for all of the uh, stuff that Robert has on there, but at set-jetter.com. Um, I'm looking at the uh, Halloween map, and you have Halloween 3 on there as well. Oh, yeah. Which oh, yeah. I think is the scariest Halloween in all of them. It's about it's just about the kids and the masks and the weird Shamrock Corporation or whatever. It's, it's just so – to me, it was the only Halloween that I felt like really scared me. Down I you're talking bone. about drinking doctors and how scary that is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> drinking doctors. But you've you visited the sets. A lot of them are not too far from me. Was um, or at least one of them is that I'm looking at. Did you? Uh, when did you visit these Halloween three sets? Was this? Um, yeah, the only one else? actually, and I haven't visited the main. Set. So the main set, Silver Shamrock, and the hotel. That's all way up in Northern California. So I haven't been there yet. But all the other spots, okay. um, obviously in LA. So Sierra Madre, obviously that's been used in Halloween Two and the Fog and everything. You know they use that yeah. that location over and over and over again. Um, yeah, it especially works. The, um, uh, all the, the the montage shots. You know, like and of course I had to go to the Omaha, Nebraska uh, scene, which I think was in uh, is right right in not Hollywood. What's on? Not Lancashire, but. Um, Larchmont Boulevard. Larch, Larchmont Boulevard. Oh, okay. Uh, 
and so forth. So yeah, got to do all those shots. I was um, the spot where they found New York City, uh, where they're trying on all the masks. So um, Paul yeah. H um, uh, found that spot. And one day I was up in Santa Clarita and I actually it's just a few blocks from Vera's house from um, Friday 13th part three. Um, oh, cool. And so I, same thing. I kind of knocked on the door and, and went upstairs and I said, can I take some pictures of what, you know, and they let me. So, and you can see some of the win same windows in the background where the kids are grabbing the masks off the shelves and so forth. Oh, that's so cool. You got some good shots. I'm looking at some of the photos too. Halloween three season of the witch. Um, the I, Sierra highways, what you're talking about where they filmed up, uh, like the fog and all those movies. Yep, Sierra Madre. Um, and that gas station used was also used in Alfred Hitchcock's family plot. Same gas station. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool. Up there. Did you make a trip just for this film, or was this on a piggyback of uh, something else? I mean, this. this Usually, location. I do multiple trips, and some is some is just a combination of all sorts of different trips put together. Yeah. Um, and one of the last shots I remember I gave before this, this shot probably doesn't exist anymore, but you know at the I think it's supposed to be Phoenix or something like where the kids are against the orange kind of sunset uh, yeah. trick or treating uh, and you see the downtown. So they just started fencing that up to put, build houses right there. So um, that shot is probably no longer in existence. That was the, which one was this? Uh, so I think the very last shot, remember the trick or treat montage, cherry to the pumpkins, I think yeah. the, the sound. So they get, do all these different cities and it's almost the last shot. It's a silhouette of these kids. And they, they, the camera kind of oh, pans yeah, over yeah, yeah. to uh, downtown. It's got a beautiful orange um, lit up uh, sky. Yeah, that's Very cool. The, the scene at um, uh, The Wonders of Mr. H at OHMB. This is your buddy, uh, I assume? Yes. And I don't think OHMB, this must be, obviously it's older because I don't think that board exists anymore. I think it got taken down or something. OHMB. This was, okay, so this was like a, a, a board or something that you guys official shared? Halloween, I think it was an official Halloween message board. So it used to be good for Halloween fans to connect, and uh, there used to be just a big locations thread for every time anybody found something new. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, There's so. a shot in there. The actual hospital is gone, you mentioned. Oh, um, yeah. But it looks Same. like what – that? what is that building? It looks like an abandoned building almost. So it was, and so yeah, the Halloween Through Hospital, that's interesting because that's actually right next to the Terminator 2 Hospital. Yeah, that's uh, what you, yeah. you mentioned in this article. Y yep, so, um, and for some reason, um, I mean, I've, I'd been by there a million times for different things, and sure. I didn't realize it was the Halloween 3 Hospital, but only half of it, like the one, one side was gone and, and part of it was still there. And so I went out to take some pictures, and it's, you can't get too close. I mean, there's a lot of fences. And so the, the pictures you see are the best that I could get. And oh, then same thing. Yeah. Same thing. I went back a few months later, gone, totally raised. So, Oh really? Yeah. So that last piece uh, of hospital. Uh, oh, here gone. you go. I see. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting that you got in there when you did. Yeah. Um, also seen in Leprechaun, same hospital. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so when cool. they're kind of running to and from, um, that's the same hospital oh, exterior. Yeah. So, yeah. I just watched Leprechaun recently. Holds up. It's, uh, yeah, well. Kind of. Le Leprechaun's a whole other series I know we talked about. We'll save that for March. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, right. Nothing honors St. Patrick more than, uh, yeah. than talking about the Leprechaun series. Um, 
you mentioned also in uh, the bar, you took photos of the bar, the Buccaneer mm-hmm. bar, um, and at West Area Madre Boulevard, the Halloween yeah. Three. Was that that kind of to a degree? There's the windows look different, but it looks kind of similar. Yeah, same pictures. Um, same, obviously, really... same kind of mural, and I think the pictures might behind them are reversed now. Yeah, they didn't really do anything with the photos, which is cool. Yeah, and that's what you want. So those are the same. I've been there a few times, and then same same 2018 weekend at that 40th anniversary that um, Sean Clark and uh, I kind of hosted a, a have a beer with Tom Atkins night. Uh, oh, that's for, cool. Um, so there's two different buses, and so what would happen is uh, bus you know bus load number one I would take out to Sierra Madre. It was a Sunday night, and I'd give him a night walking to mini walking tour of Sierra Madre. And oh, so, no way. Because it was Sunday night, it was completely deserted. Um, to the point, I saw. I think um, I, I've seen people have have videos of bears and stuff, kind of going through looking for garbage and stuff like that. But really? because it was deserted, you could get the ultimate Halloween two shots. You know where? Yeah. Uh, uh, they were going through, and then so I kind of walked them up to the church, the Fog Church, and then uh, we took a back road where where Alice from Halloween two uh, uh, got killed, where she was. Mr. Elrod, Mrs. Elrod, are you okay? Um, right. So, so seeing those locations at night just make it a little bit more extra special. I think so. That's pretty cool, though. You got to do that. What, how long were the tours? Just super short because part of me is like I was kind of killing time. So at the what they would do is they would get have a – everybody get a picture uh, of them with Tom Atkins at the bar, uh, uh, at the Buccaneer bar, you know, where he was having a drink. And so there was two different groups because we had bus buses kind of coming and going. So, so that so was kind of my cool. job. That was kind of my job for the night. That's pretty sweet though. You got to do that. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, and it's always, it's just fun to have to meet fans and uh, to have so many like-minded people that have a love for these movies. Yeah. That makes all the difference in the world because you're kind of all in it together doing your yeah. thing. You're not with some idiot that's just like, so is Michael Myers coming out tonight? What do is I, this is the, this a haunted hayride? Is this the hockey mask? Is going to wear the hockey mask? <laughs> Does he have nails instead of finger? No, they're, they're knives. And it's, it's not, yep, he's coming. Just wait here. You know, so I, I actually, I, I hosted another bus tour, uh, a day long tour uh, with Sean Clark. So each of us had our own buses. Um, of all the all the major Halloween locations during the day, I think it was the Friday before uh, the convention, oh. and so so that was kind of fun. But I remember a, a, a convention prior, I think the five years prior. You know, there'd just be hundreds of fans showing up and walking through past the South Pasadena, and I was always at the trail end, uh, oh, explaining sure. to the locals what was going on because <laughs> they're like who are all these people? Why are they all walking through yeah, these? What are they doing? Why are they walking through the alley, you know, uh, between behind the Elrod house? And, you know, what are these people doing? But, yeah, right. What, where was the Halloween convention? Uh, so they always have it in Pasadena. Um, so it's right at the Pasadena Convention Center. Oh, yeah. I'm very familiar with that. We, we used to have at work do an expo. We would have done it this year, uh, except for COVID, but it's every year at the Pasadena Convention Center. That's a great area, too. It's right in the center of town. There's, like, cool restaurants around there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, Really cool. But that's Halloween 3 uh, that I was just mentioning. Check it out yeah. on, the, on his website, com. Out of all the Halloween films, 
that you have documented and archived? Which ones were your favorite? I'm, I'm talking about in terms of you. Location? Yeah, right. Not, not films itself. Gotcha. Well, H2O for sure. I think we've talked about that when I stayed at the Hillcrest Academy. Yeah, we talked about that in the first show you were on. Paramore State. So, so that was a lot. Uh, that Halloween 2018 was one of my favorites just because I knew a lot of these I was the first to go and the first to kind of find some of these places. So I was, um, so that's always kind of special for me. And then, and then of course the original Halloween for, there was one location that I, I was, I did find that nobody else did at the time. And that was where um, Lori and Annie are driving uh, and talking about Ben Tramer and uh, you could ask him out and, you know, and, and it seems so odd, you know, it's a, it's a good scene and, and it's the right, right when it's becoming sunset and, then they fought, you can see Michael Myers following in the station wagon. It just seems so, you know, there was even an address right on the street and I'm like, nobody could find it. And, and I, like I've said before, my, my golden rule is all roads lead to Burbank. <laughs> if you it's can't true. find it, it's in Burbank. And sure enough, it was Burbank. That's, and you were like the first, one of the first ones to find it. Yeah. And they don't, they shouldn't shoot anything else in Burbank. You know, Halloween's is, is uh, Pasadena, you know, Alhambra, kind of that area or West yeah. Hollywood. And that, that was it. So I had no, I, I wasn't even looking in Burbank uh, for this. That's spot. so cool. That was probably like a hasty decision. Like, yo, the street looks good. It's quiet. Let's do it here. Yeah. Well, I think it, what, what I, what I knew about it is, was the, it was shot on the very last night of filming because uh, after that shot, they were filming the opening scene because um, they were cleaning up the Myers house. And so this was kind of a quick pickup. I think, Deborah Hill was just in the back seat with the camera shooting. John Carpenter wasn't even there. So it was kind of all on the fly. Oh, wow. I just kind of get this shot. So, and because I knew that, I thought, oh, for sure, they're just driving around Pasadena until it's night to get the rest of the shots. And so why, why would they go anywhere else? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were uh, right, right. They were at Disney Studios is where they were at, right behind Disney Studios. I know where that is. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's a quiet street too. You'd think it'd be busy, but Burbank's pretty quiet. Now it's busier with Halloween fans, but uh. yeah, now it's busy. Are you gonna do um, any more Halloween once things like are safe again? Do you have anything like on the docket? Oh, let me see for the because you covered most of it, but I know there's yeah. like there's a lot you want to do. There is still more. There's a couple of other locations, and you know, if you go to the map, I I went ahead and actually put Halloween Kills locations. Uh, oh, you're so already on it. Yeah. So sometimes I, yeah. Um, because I kind of want to get there first. Sometimes I, I'll be honest, I'll hold my cards a little bit until I get to the location, but yeah, you don't uh, want to, I don't know when that's going to happen. You don't want to help out the rip, all the ripoffs of the I site know. online, but you know what? This is for fans. Everybody should have to be able to enjoy that. And, and right. See the location. And you're very transparent. I mean, it's obvious you do it for the love of throw the chase and the love of the films and also you know, for the fans to be able to, to see this. That's, that's how I met you. You know, I, I, yeah. uh, I came across your site and you, you know, you make everything very transparent and fun and easy to look up and it's very addicting. And uh, you, you're, you're, there's no one better at it than you, my friend. Uh, you're very think. kind. It's very there true. are people better at it than me. But. There's nobody better. They're all, they're all phonies and <laughs> fake. No, but that, that's a matter of opinion, obviously. But I do think it's uh, I do think you're, you're, you're one of the best ones. Well, um, you. And you, you do these maps too. And I know there's a lot of work that goes into it. And we've talked about your process before, about how Google Maps is your friend and you look for clues. 
but I think you're not giving yourself enough enough credit for a lot of these shots. You're going off of, um, you know, a, a tree or mm-hmm. so, some kind of obscure landmark, and these could be from decades ago. Um, but you always find it. Is my question to you: Is there anything? Is there like that white whale that you're like, I still can't find this, and you've been looking for like ten years? There has been so a couple that um, along the way that have always kind of bugged me, and things have kind of changed. So. One, I was a huge fan of the Bionic Woman. And people have been oh, yeah. looking and looking and looking for uh, her coach house where she stayed. So it was, you know, next to the barn and um, it was under, it was above the horse stables more or less. And it was also used in ISIS, a TV show, uh, not not the terrorist uh, right. from the 70s. No, that would and, be dead. Um, I, I contacted uh, uh, the creator of the show and I, I asked Lindsay Wagner and they all had different ideas on where it was. And I would look and look and look, and I just could not find it. And I'm, and I finally got it's like, well, you know what, this is, maybe it's gone. You know, this is, and it was an old barn to begin with and maybe it's gone. So somebody, and maybe I shouldn't be telling this story. Somebody did find it and it's huh. in a gated community. So I can't get to it. Oh, cause it's sealed off. Yeah. And I've been, I was, this is awful to be saying, I've been sworn to secrecy, so I can't even tell you where it is, but it exists. So one day I will get there for sure. Once it's safe or you have the right yeah. infrared equipment to do a proper break-in at nighttime. Yeah, so well, I'll, <laughs> well, I'll find a way. So one, I'm just kind of glad it's still there because, you know, LA tears down things that uh, left and right, every, every, every place does. But Yeah, and the, and, the, and the exteriors change so much, even if they don't tear it down. If it's not already, a, you know, something constructed just for the set, they change things so much. It's hard to recognize a lot of places. I mentioned uh, War Games, the arcade. It's a Persian furniture store now. It doesn't even look like <laughs> it would even be able to house, yeah. you know, structurally a video game just from where the entrance is on the street um, yeah. and where it is. But it, but it was. And you wouldn't know unless you, like, look that up. Which I don't remember where I saw that. It wasn't, you never did War Games, did you? Um, I did. I don't think I created a page. I've gone to a few locations because when I was out in Big Bear, um, they shot some scenes out yeah. there, like the Seven Eleven and his house. I think is right off. I think it's right off Larchmont uh, Boulevard as well, or a couple streets away. So yeah. So I've, I've gone to some a couple of those locations. I just haven't posted anything about. Was it. that Harry Dean Stanton, the scientist in there? No, it was somebody else. Somebody it's, else. It's gonna the names not coming to me but yeah good flick though it couldn't get more 80s with the cold war i love it oh, perfect 1983 film so it's perfect i had my commodore 64 i thought i could be the <laughs> matthew broderick did you so. ever have a commodore 64 oh gosh yes no gosh, way yes. and i will say i don't know if this is spoiling this is sharing too much but obviously my passwords have changed but for late 90s you know when internet was just going or whatever pencil was my password for everything that's point. perfect because because, <laughs> because of, the, of war games that's so great that was the the, the the password for the day scribbled on the uh the paper so we could get, get into the school now now i think you're safe I, I think you need like 80 characters part of a haiku yeah you know uh, special characters capital like they are can Nobody can keep track of that. I had the Texas Instrument 84 computer. Do you remember that? Oh, wow. Yes. It had, uh, I was like three or four when it came out. My parents got it. And it had like Hopper, the video game, and Pac-Man. And that was the coolest thing as a kid ever. 
um, to play that thing. Those were not cheap back in the day. I looked up prices, and they were like twelve hundred bucks in nineteen eighty three. Yeah, and games were expensive. If you do the it's how crazy much it cost then. Well, you know what I think, and I look back. Same thing. I look back at Laserdisc. I used to buy, and how expensive oh, yeah. Laserdisc. Yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah. How's your Laserdisc collection selling? Are you getting a lot of hits? Not too bad. So I've been selling uh, here and there, and uh, but trying to pick the ones that I think would sell. You know, like Edward Scissorhands and Batman Returns, and, and I did sell my Halloween Laserdisc, which was a little sad, but a little bittersweet. They're going to good homes, so let them let them enjoy and i've been in red i've been overbuying other halloween stuff i've been going to i haven't done this for a while hey, you've been but buying I've some been, candies i've been buying how i'm going to spirit halloween and then i went to spencer's to buy the halloween six fleece blanket um oh sweet i bought uh you bought halloween two candy i bought friday the 13th boxer briefs <laughs> which ones Friday the 13th Boxer Briefs. Oh, really? What are, do they have like the logo on it? Yeah, I, I don't even know. I see I see Jason. I've, obviously, I've not worn them. And stuff oh, like that's that, so, so cool. Um, what else? Obviously, yeah, you haven't worn got, them. You, know, you should have bought I 10 pairs. No more, no more black t-shirts, but uh, Hot <laughs> Topic also had this nice. Ooh, that's a classic. It's Let one of my it? favorite images, so I, I had to have it. So. That's, that's iconic. When you sell no. the laser discs, do you and do you vet the people as if they were like adopting a puppy, or you're like, so no. <laughs> when do you watch them? Do you quiz them? No, I should. So you should. Um, yeah, actually, I just sold some Halloween four and five and two and three Blu-rays uh, as well because I have obviously, like like Evil Dead fans, we have sixteen versions of <laughs> the same movie over and over again. So oh, I'm yeah. like trying to thin it out a little bit. So, and my Halloween four and five had not Blu-ray hadn't even been opened. It's how. Oh really? Yeah. I'm not sure why, but. But you, but and you got rid of them because you have the, uh, how do you have them now? Um, you have I other have, copies. Yeah. I think I have the ultimate box set and then I have something else as well, but I right. did come across my, um, in 1998, they had the Halloween uh, 20th anniversary VHS double set. And the, yeah. the, video, the video cases were orange and you'd open it up and there was a little keychain in the middle. And that's uh, so one, cool. one was the movie and one was the, I think all the extras. Oh, you should hold on to that. Yeah. That there, there's some things I hold on to just for nostalgia's sake. Yeah. Um, and that's one, like if it sparks joy, seeing that does spark joy for me. Yeah. So I, it reminds me of another time. And I spent, that year, two hundred fifty dollars on the the Halloween leather jacket thing that you could send oh, away. Yeah, that's for. a lot of money. Oh I mean, yeah, back then. For, oh gosh, that's a lot. I was dirt poor back then. I'm that's sure. like a thousand so. bucks now. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You but, still have it though. Oh gosh, yeah. But, you ever rock it? Uh, every once in a while, I do wear it out um, because only during Halloween time, and then I feel, but I also like I don't want to mess it up too much, and then. Yeah, um, you got to respect it. Yeah, but I love because it had seventy eight on the on the sleeve. And, oh, really? Yeah. So it was. It's a it's a great jacket. That's a collector's item. Yeah. Yeah, Not that sure probably appreciates. Yeah. Um, you, you, obviously, you can see I have my head and Phil memorial hoodie. Oh, that's so cool! Is that what that was? 
Yeah, so I think I'm trying this to figure is, it out. Uh, I knew it was Haddonfield. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. I think Sprite Bags did that one. I can't the ambulance driver. Yeah. Yep. That's so cool. Um, the last show we were on, you we we were singing your praises about the Friday the Thirteenth Ultimate yeah. um, Collection box set. You received this. You bought it. Yes. Yes. You got it ahead of time, didn't you? I don't. You know, I think I pre-ordered it, so I think I got it a week ahead of time. Okay. I didn't get it because I was special. <laughs> I thought you got it because you contributed and they sent you a copy. They did not send me a free copy. <laughs> okay. For some reason, I thought that was it because I remember yeah. it was supposed to come out the 13th. Yeah. And on like the 5th or something, you're like, look what I got. I was like, ah, you're connected. Uh. But what? how is it? Like, have you dived into it at all? I know you were moving and you might not have time, but can you tell oh, us? I only got through, I, there's a couple. So I watched part one. I, one, I just wanted to see what it looked like, um, especially the kind of, uh, they're kind of, cleanup of the film and the film looked great i mean does it um, does it can you tell that it's improved yeah no it just looks like a, it probably looked better than it did in 1980 and really and for younger fans i don't think you know what it was like to watching it on vhs and then you know, oh. see all these kind of re- reiterations and uh pan and scan what we had to deal with and things were just missing the worst uh, on frame so yeah the aspect so, ratio never translated properly yeah so I watched that, and then I went to part two um, because one, I want to see those uh, the the deleted gore scenes. And um, did we talk about that? I can't. Remember. Yeah, we we touched on it. Okay, so that that was worth it. Uh, there's no sound to it, um, but it was just nice to see all these things that you know in Fangoria you would see behind the scenes pictures of them working on these visual effects, and you go see the movie, and none of it would be on screen. No, it didn't happen. <laughs> Um, the, the deleted scenes real quick and um, yeah. too, the, they didn't have sound probably because it was destroyed and they just didn't yeah. exist anymore but um, how did the quality look was it raw or was it like cleaned up like what it, it's not clean. It, it looked like VHS quality but maybe a little bit better they looked better than what I thought because I thought because it actually came from a VHS tape and what were the deleted scenes though like the gore scenes refresh my memory like what um, so there's actually a number so first one Alice um, in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, so she she gets stabbed in the temple. They actually show that. Well, they, you know, so what you see in the film is like she dabs in the temple, she screams, and it goes to white. Yeah. And the 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 scene just continues on because she turns to the camera, and the uh, it's sticking out of her nose or you know, face the the red the spike uh, the ice pick. They should. They, this is in the deleted scenes. Yes. Wait, it's sticking so, out. Yeah. So the trick. They the should have did trick, that in the original. I mean, they should but, in the original release. Yeah, I'm not so so. And the trick was like it was always sticking out, but you don't you don't see it. Until, yeah. You know, it was always, the effect is already there, and then she turns her head and she's like, Oh wow. And she does a little weird thing with her tongue. But that uh, was probably in, too much for in 1983 yeah. or whatever. In 82, they were probably like, nah, um, you can't do this. Others are just a little bit extended, um, like um, uh, Mark in the wheelchair. Poor guy. Um, it kind of goes up. seems to be a little bit longer, but the main one everybody's looking for is the double double, uh, double spear you know, of, of the two kids, um, which is pretty graphic and it looks pretty good and it looked like it looked painful and so yeah that's how, I, I would think so and i think but that's probably why it, gets, it looks cut got cut because uh mbaa especially back then anytime there was it looked like there was actual pain involved they just 
they couldn't handle that. So that, that had to go, but yeah, totally different set of rules. Did but it looked get, great. Yeah. Did you get to watch, um, see some of the stuff that you shot on there? Uh, some of the bonus features. <laughs> I started to watch it. Like I literally, it's hard for me to watch my own stuff. So, but, uh, and it just seems like, like, you know, it was a rush job. So, um, so more or less it's a, uh, then picture, and they fade to a now picture, then a now, then a now for parts three through six, and it's set to music. So, um, and they did. I'm glad I'm part of it. Um, but pretty cool. Um, I, I've I've had prouder moments that have uh, been on Blu-rays, but glad I glad I could share at least some photos because uh, some of those photos might not have been seen otherwise. Yeah, no, that that's amazing. Is it a compilation of other people as well? Uh, no, I think mine is just three through six. Actually, um, uh, Paul from Then and Now Locations, I did use some of his barn, uh, right, barn locations that he used. But um, other people, I know Stacy and Chris have uh, part one locations, I think some part threes. So, so there's, a, there's a lot of fan stuff on there, um, which, which I'm just glad it was all kind of sewn together so people could uh, enjoy it. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Are you going to watch... Uh... Any of the other films in the collection? Oh, yeah. Soon? So I skipped ahead to part five because okay. um, five is just like a dirty sequel, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, had some new commentary and there was something else I wanted to see on it, but I just wanted to see that. So um, I'll, I'll come back to three because I need to set up my 3D TV to see that in, yeah. in true, true 3D for the first time. Um, but that, that's all I got to so far. So That's pretty this, cool, though. This move has been taking it out of me how the, how's the move going are you uh, are you done there's less boxes behind me yeah uh, so um as as done as i can be for now and then um i'll be taking over the whole lower half of the house and so i need to i'm hiring hiring a contractor to do all that so That's and hopefully good. i want to make sure there's some good space to actually do some prop show-offs and movie posters and stuff like that. Yeah, I was thinking of asking if you're going to have some kind of dedicated space to all your memorabilia and props that you have. I pl- I'm i going to do it. Um, and just, I would say I have more props than space, but um, I have a lot of stuff that I thought, oh, it'd just be kind of fun to actually see these rather than they're stored in, in bins behind me right now. So, like, Yeah, I like Indiana about, Jones says, they belong in the museum for people to see. They do. And, you know, I've probably because I've been going through stuff and kind of reboxing. So um, I think we probably said before, so I have most of the knife and Halloween H2O, you know, she pulls out that knife drawer and just drops them all on the ground yeah. and starts throwing them. So I have about 90% of those knives. Now how many? Like 90% of them. Wow. So, you actually got like the whole thing almost. Pretty much all of them. So that's um, pretty amazing. Yeah. So when I, then they came up on screen, but I was like, um, I just kind of want all of these, please. Yeah. Just let me take them. What are you going to do um, with them? And I have a huge Hillcrest Academy flag. I think it's like five foot by four foot um, that oh, I feel nice. like should be displayed somewhere. But An actual prop. I have many actual props. So I need to figure out something to do with that. Do the um, I wanted to ask you, do the rise of COVID cases in Omaha coincide with contractors' inability to wear masks when getting job quotes, or is that just coincidental? Sadly, you posted Omaha, that. Yeah. You posted that on one of your channels or yeah. your pages, and I was like, that, is that real? Yeah. So, sadly, this week, Omaha made the top 10 of most case, new cases. I'm sorry um, to hear that. In the entire city. So, it's just, it's sad. So... Um, Midwest and uh, actually, so Omaha is mostly Douglas County, 
uh, Sarpy County is where I live now. And so it's a kind of a whole different territory over here. So, but yeah, so um, uh, as people were coming to my, and I deleted, I deleted your comment. It wasn't the company that you were thinking of. So I don't want to call it. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, but, um, but yeah, they came to the door and they're like, and I put on a mat, I had a mask on. They're like, do you want us to wear a mask? I'm like, yes, please. And they kind of like paused, like, and they went back to the car. I could just tell I'm like, all right, this isn't gonna, and to me, like the default should be wear a mask. And so, and, and to your listeners, I don't, I don't care what your political views are, but this is way beyond that now that yeah, um, many no people have been sick and dying people that I know that this is just yeah. to, to take lightly. And, and I know masks no. aren't hundred percent either, but you have to do everything you can to, to get rid of this. Right. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to get political or anything, but I did read that. I did want to just bring that up. Um, because I think when I read that, I was at uh, I was at Petco, and uh, as I do, because I have a lot of animals, so I was getting some food, and there was a woman in there with a mask on. But you might as well not have been wearing a mask. It was uh, it wasn't covering the nose, and it was just hanging <laughs> over her face, where I yeah. could see her lips and her mouth from across the room. So it was basically like just to give the illusion on a camera that you're wearing a mask. <laughs> But you might as well at that point just own it and not wear one because you're yeah. not doing anybody any good. And, and don't forget, the mask is there to keep other people from getting sick from you. Exactly. Uh, that's the main thing. Yes, it can stop some germs, but really it's so you don't spread the virus. So that's another level of selfishness. If, you don't, if the mask were only designed to protect you, the mask wear, and you could not emit any disease, fine. You know what? You want to die, that's on you. But to put others' lives in jeopardy by not wearing one, eight months later in this state of the game, you're an asshole. So you need yeah. to wear a mask. And Absolutely. I don't buy the whole, uh, well, I get anxiety from wearing it. You're going to get anxiety from having COVID. That, that, yeah. feel, that feeling's worse. Or I can't breathe. You're not going to be able to breathe before you get hooked up to a respirator from COVID-19. Yeah. So 100% my, agree. My and PSA is wear a mask. <laughs> and Please. get a good one. You know, I have, my, I have my Jason one. I have my Michael Myers one. I have my Hannibal one. You know. Yeah. Have my get a cool outlook, one. carpet ones, you know, just have fun with it. And they get, get noticed. I mean, people now stop me all the time for whatever I have to be wearing. Which one do you rock the most? Um, the Outlook carpet, uh, the Shining Hotel. Um, yeah. Out, out, outlook? Um, Overlook. Overlook, sorry. Outlook is a great... I, I'm thinking Microsoft, sorry. <laughs> You're thinking of emails. <laughs> yeah. But Overlook, um, yeah. Yeah, so I think people just gravitate towards that and then and I Wait, think you last have the I, overlook carpet that the ones that they say look like penises as a mask yes where do you buy such a thing i gotta I get one I, of got, I got that i think on etsy almost right away i think i, I wow wanted, that's so I cool a, a few variations uh to have and so i got i got the ones i thought kind of make make sense so my michael myers one is the i like it the most but it's also the one that makes my glasses fog up the most for some reason so Oh yeah, I don't wear that as often. No, the the Overlook um, carpet is on Etsy. It's on Wish. It's everywhere. It's eight bucks at the site I'm looking at. I think I'm gonna uh, I think I'm gonna get one because that's so that's so awesome looking. It's worth it. The right people get it. You know, the people will, will stop you in grocery stores and say, I like "Yeah, your mask. yeah." That's what you want. Yeah, I can't I can't get past the masks of like the face on them, or it's like a mouth opening. Oh, because I'm like, oh, it's so original. <laughs> I was good I was job. Looking- I don't have mine in, in arm's reach, but you know, like the Hannibal one has so cool. the, his, his mask, you know, with the, the, 
the bottom ha- half of this oh, yeah. so it kind of looks like then so it's kind of creepy oh, even some people think yeah, i think one of the preschoolers i asked if i was bane from batman <laughs> <laughs> the bane one would work on its own you could actually get yeah. a look-alike bane. You know, it doesn't have to be a face mask i mean an actual because it was like a respirator almost oh i know i was going to tell you so um there's horror trivia night that's Ooh. every six months and so um i went to that thursday night and one of the categories was Friday the 13th locations. I'm like, yes! Nailed it! Except, except it was uh, not actual locations, but the locations named in the film. And I did so poorly. Wait, what and, do you mean? Camp Crystal Lake. That's like the only location. That, yeah, so like, um, so he's like, what's the name of the, the, the camp in part two? I'm like, oh, and I could not remember. And I think it's Pakanak or something like that, Counseling Center. I even have a T-shirt for it. Yeah. And so part three, I got Higgins Havens, of course, yeah. and I got Forest Green. But then it got to be... Um, Six. What, what's the name of uh, the cruise ship in Jason Takes Man? I couldn't even tell you that. And I just Lazarus. watched Lazarus. And then what was the name of the spaceship in Jason X? And I was like, I can't remember these things, so... But what, oh, what is was the name, name of the spaceship? Uh, I can't even remember now that they told me. <laughs> it's a forgettable movie inside it and is. out. What, what's the name of the diner in uh, Jason Goes what? to Hell? And I was like, Oh, it's uh, I know it from your website. What? So here's here's the thing. I couldn't remember it. I said, Oh, I can tell you, it's a car dealership now. And right. uh, a- afterward, the guy that was doing the um the facilitates and cuts up the questions said he actually went to my website to do all these questions. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. And that Where's I this trivia. And so it's a, it's called, it's, it's a, a trivia at the, it's called the waiting room. It's a, it's a bar. So, so I've been part of this team for uh, the past three times, I think. So. But it's a physical place that you go to somewhere in Nebraska. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So not as many teams this, this time, but our team got first place again. So, you're a, they're, they're able to open bars up where you can go in there and do trivia? Yep. Oh, so, that's pretty cool. Have to be so, you know, you, you play by the rules, some social distancing and, yeah. and so forth. And, right. and obviously, if people are drinking, they take their masks down. But yeah. Part of it, you know, people, you just need to act responsibly. Um, yeah, that's a good time. But I, I did horribly, to be honest. I didn't. I uh, find that hard to believe. <laughs> you're the, but I guess, you know, it, it makes sense because you're, if it were real life locations, yeah. no problem. But you're I talking about pretty forgettable names of things in movies. Yeah, and I could kind of remember, like I think I wrote Nap Attack or something like that for part two. I'm like, it's something like that. It just wasn't coming to me. But I did do good. They do. They play uh, like little 20-second snippets of soundtracks. And so uh, that I can do pretty well. Yeah, I would imagine you're pretty good at that. Usually within like, like my sister today, she started, she goes, she was trying to find some horror uh, music kind of song list today and so she says well what do you think this is from and like she'll play like one second like Halloween 2 you know like, we've seen these movies <laughs> enough that we know yeah you're gonna get it yeah. it is the trivia night is it horror theme specific the entire night like every yep. every time you go yep oh that's pretty cool see that's the kind of trivia um, I get on board for specific like genres like history or film or something like that, but like general trivia, it, I don't know. For me personally, it can get boring pretty quick. 
it's too much. I'm like, I don't. It's too much. It feels more like a chore. Yeah. It feels like school. <laughs> yeah. It feels like school. That's what it is. That's not cool. Um, but that's cool that you did that. What is, how many people are on your team for this? Is like, uh, this time there was one, two, three, was there four of us? Yeah. So not, not too many. So the first time I went to this horror good. trivia night, uh, it was just me and my friend. And uh, he, he only had, he had like one or two answers and me just by myself. And there used to be, there was a ton of groups that night. So I think I got sixth place or something like that, which I thought was pretty good about for just being by myself and not having a group to uh, kind of come up with answers. So um, they asked me to be part of their team. So, and I think we've gotten first place ever since. So wow. but like I said, to this, this past time I did not do it. Somebody else did much better than, than I did on a lot of the answers. That's pretty cool. But yeah, well, it's I- fun. Yeah, I hope your brain is is refreshed and nourished because here on the podcast, we have a special Friday the Thirteenth trivia um, quiz for you tonight, Robert. Oh, if you're ready to, if you're great. ready to dive in, all right. We're gonna stump the maestro tonight, at least with one question. Is my goal. You're gonna stump me, and people are gonna like this guy isn't a fan at all. He's calling it the Outlook Hotel. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time with stuff. The Outlook. And they're like the overlook, and like oh whatever. I did something with that the other day. It was very obvious. <laughs> and they're just like, no, that's not it. I was like, my my head ADHD. I get a pass. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you a few questions about the Friday the Thirteenth franchise because you are the hard right. maestro. I don't know. Okay, I'm doing hands up, so I, you can't, I won't be secretly uh, <laughs> googling. <laughs> Sometimes some people think that you were Jason Voorhees incarnate because of how much you know about this, which oh, is a little I scary. Gonna, I was going to say, I can wear a mask and I have the shaved head works. Yeah, the shaved head does work. You could, you could actually pull that up. Were you over Jason for Halloween? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like sometimes if I go to, like if I want to do the West Hollywood Street Festival or something like that, it's easy because I really don't. I just put on my jumpsuit and uh, a mask. Done. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. I was Santa Claus at the West Hollywood um, <laughs> the last time I did that. Uh, I needed a costume. I have so many costumes from like the sketches. Yeah. That was like Santa's coming out this year. <laughs> a lot of people wanted me to sit, wanted to sit on my lap that night. It was a good night. Um, it was wild. Yeah. It was fun. Silent night, deadly night. That's you. That's exactly. Yeah. 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 Question number one, Robert, we're going to see if we can stump the maestro. This might be embarrassing. Go ahead. I'm going to start off with an easy one. Who was the killer in the original Friday the 13th? Mrs. Voorhees, Pamela Voorhees. Pamela Voorhees is correct. Uh, okay, in the original film, Mr. Robert. Yeah. I can say your last name on the show, right? Sure. Yeah. It's on, we, we have said it at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Mr. Patterson, the last living counselor in the original film, what was her name? Alice? Is that your final answer? Do you need a last name too? No, it's Alice. It's Alice Hardy. Okay. Very I was, good. That's what I, was, I wasn't say Hardy, but I'm like, I, I, I'm like, this is Alice. Oh, okay. She fends off Mrs. Voorhees long enough to grab a machete and decapitate her, which is still a very brutal death that holds up. I don't think it would have worked if she just stabbed her and ran off. The fact that she cuts her head off is the perfect coup de grace of that film. Do you agree? Well, yeah. And how it, many? She just slices it. And I should take a, how many other films H2O did it? Because right. how final is that? There's no, there's no coming back from that. It's final. It's infinite. In the original film, who plays the character of Jack? By the way, I'm going to allow you a hint, two hints tonight for any of these I don't questions. Think I need 
And so that'd be Kevin. Is that Kevin Bacon's character? It's Kevin Bacon's character. Okay, gotcha. Philadelphia's favorite okay. son. Ned is his friend. I was like, I thought you were going to trick me. I'm kind of like, okay. I thought about that, but yeah, yeah Ned is the friend. Okay. Is the friend, but uh, a lot of people don't realize Kevin Bacon was in that movie. There are also people that don't really watch the movie, but <laughs> he was in that movie, which is great. Uh, in the original film, Mr. Patterson, the final victim, the, I'm sorry, the first victim uh, of Mrs. Voorhees, who we don't know it's Mrs. Voorhees yeah. at this point. Who was it? Barry. Barry. He's the male counselor. Um, Barry and Claudia, I think. Yes. It, I, don't, I don't know who that was. Was it Claudia? I think you're right. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I think we're going to roll with that. I can't remember what happened yesterday. I'm like, oh, that's Barry and Claudia. Who... I can't remember what happened this morning, but I can yeah. tell you. I always tell people that. I was like, I can't properly do my taxes, but I can tell you the levels in order from Goonies to the video game for Nintendo that came out in 1991, if you'd like. I hear you. I think Teenage Me used to be able to rattle off every victim in order of the Friday the Teen series. The series or the film? The film series i mean like the all of them yeah no up way. till like seven or whenever oh i uh, up until that. jason takes manhattan of course <laughs> i don't know if i'll ever watch that movie again I, I mean i will but i watched it i think i spoke to you that night recently a few months yeah. ago it is really bad it's painful it, it, it it's, has it's a, painful a bad 80s look too it has a tv look to it is what it does it you does. Know? And I, I, I love the movies. I just watched Seven again last night. I watched Six earlier this week. I'll always watch those movies. And I'll, I'll watch Eight at some point. But it's so bad. You're like, what is going on? Did you ever see Jason on Arsenio Hall on YouTube? Yes. The... Isn't that a great clip? <laughs> I don't know if i call that painful, too. It, it is painful? I don't know. It's just silent, I think. Or Arsenio is kind of overdoing it for. Arsenio is definitely overdoing it. Yeah, but it it could have been two minutes long. It was like eight minutes. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Two minutes a minute, funny. Eight minutes is like. Like, what are you doing? That's why the movie sucked. (laughs) Mr. Patterson, in which film of the Friday the Thirteenth franchise does Jason rack up the highest body count? Jason or fake Jason? I don't. I. We're gonna count every film, even fake Jason. Okay, there's there's two possible answers because I think part five had the actual highest on screen count, but I think Jason Make Takes Manhattan actually has technically the highest number because he killed a bunch of a bunch of kids drowned supposedly that we never see on the cruise ship. I don't and know if that's be, right. It would be Jason X. Oh. 28 oh, the kills. spaceship. Yeah. Okay. Oh, gotcha. I think you might get a pass for that, though, because that's pretty All forgettable. Right. Yeah. I began to... <laughs> Obviously, uh, I kind of hit that peak point at part four, and then it kind of trails off to... Yeah, he knocked much. out 167 people up through Jason 10. Gotcha. Which is stylishly pronounced Jason X. Yes. I said you want to X your eyes out after watching it. <laughs> you know, and well, and Jason has, you know, one of the most memorable kills with the frozen 
uh, the dry ice. Yeah, yeah, it off, does. You know, that's yeah. br- that's brutal. I mean, I it's, was just it's, yeah, yeah. It, it gets you. It, the tech, the visual effects are a little bit yeah. better too. Um, in Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, you've visited the set. We've spoke about this in the last show. Down in good old uh, Georgia. What is the reason? How or how is Jason brought back to life in the beginning of this film? A bolt of lightning. Very Frankenstein-esque, right? Yes. Yes. You are correct. As Tom McLaughlin obviously is a huge fan of of those old films, uh, Frankenstein and James Whale's uh, stuff. So he actually he brought a lot of gothicness. Uh, kind of to that, um, even though that it's probably the, the most polished of all the films, for sure. Um, but um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He didn't put nudity in it either. Oh, that's right. So kept it classy. Um, and he already has his uh, crypt picked out at Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Does so, he? Yeah. So oh, if you go cool. to the the main mausoleum, uh, yeah, uh, no and you well. can't miss it. Uh, his name is actually his. It's in red. You know, all the other kind of plates are oh, yeah. brown or black or whatever. His is, is bright red. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, I know the Forever Cemetery well from the movies, the screenings. When Dark Knight, he shot uh, there uh, as yeah. well. So, but yeah, he's right in the main mountain's name. So, and it's right on a kind of corner or whatever. So as you're walking, you can you can see it pretty quickly. Oh, I got to check that out next time I'm there. That's cool. Are you going to pick out your plot at Hollywood Forever? You know, I kind of feel like I should be buried should. somewhere in L.A. just because. Because of all like, your, like... Yeah. I think you should be living in L.A. at some point. I, well... The economy is great here. and There's no homeless people. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's cheap to live, you know. It's crazy. Um, I, do, I do say, I do think my retirement job would be in L.A. Um, because what I would like to be is just kind of a location connoisseur so uh for what i'm picturing more or less is uh foreigners that come in that don't want to drive in la uh i could take them around so i i kind of i've always kind of thought about that and then um two years ago same halloween convention some friends from australia were staying in pasadena and they really want to see the poltergeist house and they're like so i think we'll just take an uber and i was like and can you imagine an uber from pasadena to simi valley no. How much that would cost? No, it'd be like ninety, a hundred bucks. But they were scared to death to drive in LA, and so I just made a whole circle of all the locations they wanted to go. You know, and so, and I know me. You know, like when I'm in, um, I usually drive, but you know, sometimes like I was, you know, when I was in Honolulu, um, doing, I'm like, I, I'll just pay somebody to take me to all the places I want to go. So yeah, right? and so I thought, oh, that'll be that'll that's be actually my a pretty good gig to do that. Because you'd have a lot of people that would want to like take advantage. You tell me your favorite movies. I'll plot the whole day out, you know, and we'll go to Gordon Girls and here and there, wherever you want to go, and 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 we'll be. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you could. That would. You should do that for sure. I say it like it's so easy. I'm like, why aren't you doing that? The older I get, yeah. So that's why I saw my retirement job. So I don't know how sustainable that would be, but uh, it'd be fun for me to kind of be there and doing that. Pretty good. Um, I have a few more here. If you're still right. good to to see if we can, uh, I'll try it. I'll try it. Yeah. <laughs> what was the inspiration for the original Friday the Thirteenth film? What I'm sorry. What horror film was the inspiration for the original? Uh, well, Halloween, of course, because more or less money was the inspiration for sure. Mo- right. Of sh- of course. 
uh, I had down Halloween, but I'm sure money was the bigger inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> the money you know that what? Halloween made. Yeah, it was the most uh, successful independent film of all time. Let's do yeah. it. Um, okay. They're going to get a little harder. All right. Is that okay, or do you want, do yeah, you want to no. take, a, take a win? I'm just going to bear it. Let's do it. Which board game are they playing in the original Friday the 13th? Monopoly. Ooh. AKA the best board game ever. Ooh. I don't know. What? You know I collect Monopoly board games? I did not know that. I do. I even have an original, um, one of the first edition originals at my parents' house still. Yeah. It's, it's in like a tomb. Um, but yeah, There's... I probably have like over 40 Monopoly versions. I'm a huge fan. But now that you said that, why isn't there a Friday the 13th Monopoly game? The licensing, I guess we can't. You know what? There should be because there's a Walking Dead. There's every there's Star else. Wars. Yeah. Could, absolutely should do it. Camp Crystal Lake would be, of course, be Boardwalk. Yeah. Like Higgins Haven would be like one of the cheaper properties. You could easily do it. The diner from the first one. Everything. You have to keep Baltic Avenue, though. Of course, the best property. Is there not a Friday the 13th Monopoly? I have to find this out. I don't know. I just, it seems like there should be because it's in the movie and. You're right. There's not. There's money to be made from it. So somebody, somebody will figure it out. There is a Friday the 13th game though, board game. I think I've seen that. It looks. It looks bad. Well, I'll just say that. It looks great. Um, Okay. Just a few more here. How many films in the franchise end with Jason dying, quote unquote? Actually dying, I'm saying. So I, I'm thinking one doesn't count. I don't know because he's already dead. You're thinking of uh, five? Yeah, part one. Like Jason's already oh, yeah. dead okay. in part one. So part. I don't know if he really dies in part two. I'm just talking out loud here, so you'll have to bear with me. So I'm going to count part two as he's dead because they, they – no, actually, I'm not going to count part two because he jumps out of the window. Right. Part three, he's dead. He goes to the morgue. Part four, he's dead. They possibly bury him, cremate him. But uh, So uh, part five, he's not in. Part six, I would say he's dead because he's not breathing at the bottom of the lake. Right. That's for your grace to decide. Yeah. I'm just a stupid moderator with yeah. a mute button. Part seven. Part seven. <laughs> um, uh, a non-decomposing dad drags him down to the lake again. Part seven, aka okay, fire starter. <laughs> yeah. Let's rip off some more earlier work. Um, part eight. Uh, he turns into a little boy. So I don't know if that really counts as dead. I guess we will not count that one. Um, don't count that one. I'll I'm give you a lifeline. It's right. eight is not part of him dying. Okay. Part nine. According to my research. What is that? Jason goes to hell. I don't know if he really dies. He keeps getting remorphed. So I don't think uh, he gets pulled under the ground by the demons. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Yeah, and I don't really. I don't. I'm not going to count that as dying, necessarily. I think that's just being taken to another place. I don't know. That's uh, a good Jason thought X, process. I, with, yeah, no, <laughs> Jason X 
he he goes through the atmosphere. I remember. I don't know if you <laughs> did. You remember that? I, now you're I do. Me. I just think it's funny, Jason X. Just try talking about the plot of that film out loud to anybody. It's hilarious. He goes through the atmosphere. Yeah, like he's in yeah, space. Yeah, we 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 start. You know, it's funny when you start from you know Alice beheading Mrs. Voorhees to Jason going through the outer space atmosphere. Right. Back it's down to the plausible. same camp. <laughs> right. He was a child that drowned in the fifties. Survived. Yeah. Now he's in space. And I know they see him, but I don't think whatever. I don't know if I, I'm not going to count that. Maybe I don't know. And then Jay, Friday the 13th, 2009, he comes out by the water, so I guess I won't count as dead. So four times? I don't know. What's, what's, your, what's the official? The official is six. Okay. But the caveat is that it is open up to speculation because it could be okay. plausible to say, well, he's dead at the end of this film, and he's not because he obviously keeps coming back. So you could say never because he keeps yeah. coming back. So, But the official is six. Um. But that what is that is, is a, that is open to speculation. Okay. Uh, how many? This is a really tough one. How many cars in the entire franchise won't start? <laughs> um, I think it's so a part one. We have uh, Steve Christie's. Jeep. Do you hate this game, by the way? If you if you do, you can tell me. I don't. No, know. it's just it, you know I need to, you need to do this before my next trivia night so I can begin to sharpen my skills. Okay. And start thinking that way again. So, because when I went to trivia night, I'd been up since like five thirty in the morning, and then I wasn't oh. going to go. We actually uh, were selling oh. our old house that night, so oh. trivia was it? just yeah. Tri- trivia is in between to us making a counter offer. I went to trivia, then I came back, and then I signed. <laughs> My gosh, Good for, you're a trooper. Well, that's why I'm like, you know what? Horror trivia is once every six months, so I got to do it. You're a Nebraska State Police Trooper for that. Delay. Life is short. so um, like Steve it. Christie's car does not start for sure because uh, he, 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 he has a cop um, help him. Right. His car does not start. Uh, Jenny's car in part two definitely has, has always has trouble starting uh, for sure. Um, the van, I don't no, it, it it he the Ali siphoned out the gas, so it actually did start because she flipped it to that magical other tank. Do cars actually have other tanks where they flip uh, a switch? I've never seen one. The auxiliary tank? Oh, it's yeah. the other tank. It's the other tank. Maybe it does because it's that big, but I I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I, and obviously it just looked like, remember those letters you would punch out on labels? Yeah. That's what it said. Like, that's all. It seemed oh. really official in the van. The other tank. Here we go. Yeah. That's why. And it wasn't even necessary. The car, the, the, the rackety, rickety bridge that the Higgins wouldn't even fix uh, ended up uh, yeah. going down. So, way to go, Chris's parents. Great job. Um, part four, um, obviously, uh, Trisha's car yep. uh, needed a catalytic converter. So that's why they should have gone to town earlier for that. Which is how all pornos start, too. It's like, hey, I'm in the woods. I hear, I see you needed some help. You weren't hunting for bear. Yeah, you weren't, so. right. What are you doing? Um, part five, the blue truck definitely stops working uh, on Pam. She didn't have that auxiliary tank. It's, that room stops for no reason whatsoever. It What's just that? Sputters. It stops for no reason. You know, she's driving along. She, she was driving <laughs> yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
she drives by the same spot three times. You're talking about I'll, five. Yeah. Oh, it just yeah. stops. It's yeah. terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, you have an auxiliary tank, right? In your car, you're like, oh, better switch over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Technically, Priuses, I think you can go to electricity for a certain amount. So Yeah. Emergency use. Switch it to that. So, uh, part six. It's very environmentally sound of you. Let me think. So, um, for some reason, I don't think part six, there are any problems. I'm just going to say that. No, there's just his problem with getting to his um, yeah. truck. Um, part seven. Um, I think the uh, William Butler and his girlfriend, uh, they have car trouble, so they are walking to right. uh, the thing. I think they're the only people that have car trouble in that one, if I remember. So True. Um, and then we story. start. Yeah, then we start getting hazy. So what, what are we at part eight? Eight. Manhattan. I don't think anybody has car trouble because they're not in a car. The right. car crashes. Uh, right. I don't know. There's no car trouble, though. You're right. Um, part nine. Um, I have super vague memories in this one. It barely counts as a Friday the 13th for me. So. Um, yeah, I don't same here. I don't remember any car issues but i could be very wrong jason x that is all space so no problem um and friday 13th 2009 let me try and think they, they go to the camp they, they, we have the half hour prologue <laughs> uh <laughs> so bad jared padalecki brings his motorcycle um i don't think they have any car trouble in that in that remake if i remember right so i don't know how'd i do What's your final answer? I, I, I was counting at one point. I thought I had five, but I could be wrong. Is five your final answer? You had more than five. Did I? Yeah. And I did a bad, I did a bad job at counting. Okay. Are you looking at something that has all the answers or just numbers? All the answers. Okay. Oh, no, just the, num- just the numbers and the explanation. Okay. So the, the, the count is seven. Okay. But 10 is allowable because you could argue that certain movies um, – considers the car not starting i don't know how that works like maybe the auxiliary okay. tank um, oh, okay. seven is the official gotcha again i didn't write these so these are all open to speculation i'd have to like watch them all and like actually count um but this is what oh. the this is what they're saying it's seven right. hopefully people are playing along and yeah agree or disagree tweet us at the underscore yeah. podcastle too and tell us if we are right or wrong robert has no uh I had no idea this was coming. This was kind of uh, an ambush moment for him. Um, and I could be full of shit with this. So let me know too. Keep us honest. <laughs> Who knows what you're looking at? Yeah, know. we're not Republicans here. We can take criticism. <laughs> Unless you are, Robert. In that case, I'm I am sorry. not. Okay. I am living in Republican country right now. You have to be. Yeah. Uh, okay, one more here. And uh, next time we'll do better. And I'll, I'll maybe do like a Halloween one that's really like, you know, in depth. I, I might do worse, but go ahead. I think you would do... No one could trump you at Halloween stuff. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Well, bring it on. Okay. So, uh, the original conception of Jason was simply as a normal-looking boy. Who got involved in this franchise, this process? Which real-life person got involved to start making Jason look deformed, grotesque, and appear like a monster? 
Tom Savini. Yes, Tom Savini, the great Tom Savini. I didn't actually know. I did actually not know that until I oh, put really? this together. No. Oh, well, well, who, yeah, who, who's that's who Tommy Jarvis is named after. It's great. Oh, is it? Yep, Tom. Because uh, makes Tom, sense. I get Tom it. Savini created Jason, um, and then um, kind of as homage to him. And Tommy was crates mask and had special effects in his room, just like Tom Savini, and his name Tommy and. Tom Savini was brought back to kill Jason <laughs> for the final chapter. The final chapter. That's so cool. Oh, I had one more. Bring it. How many films, how many Friday the 13th films were actually released on a Friday the 13th? Um, so I'm going to say part one and part two and part three and part four, not part five, not part six. Say yes to part seven, not part eight, nine and 10. I don't think so, but I will say, I think the remake was also on 13. Six, maybe? It is six. Uh, Five, if you don't include the remake, which I didn't didn't include. This wasn't included in this list according to this. So it is five or six. So you were right, sir. I know all the date. Yeah, I remember like, you know, like, uh, June 13th, and I think part two was May 13th, and part three was August 13th, and part oh, four was good. April 13th, part five was March 22nd, part Pro- six, what's that? Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yep, uh, only because it was the day before my birthday, so I remember that. Oh, yeah. uh, if you're wondering yes. how I remember random dates, yeah. When is your birthday? March 23rd, so. Ooh. So I watched it on Saturday. So uh, you're a Pisces. Aries. Aries. Oh, what, a, what an evil man. I know. No, I'm kidding. So I remember, and this is like how old school, so we, um, obviously I was a huge Friday 13th fan by that point, and so I, we brought, I brought a tape recorder into the movie to tape record the movie as we're watching it because that's, that's, a, how, this, I, that's how I got to relive it. That is copyright infringement, sir. You didn't have the express written permission of Paramount Network uh, to do that. May I have those tapes, please? Turn them in. (laughs) They're gone. I'm sure they've been long destroyed. That's awesome. Wait, so you brought in like a little tape recorder and you filmed? It was not little. It was, you know, yeah, they would have to be. 1985 tape recorders. But it had a handle, right? Every 30 minutes, chink, and you had to flip the tape over. And you, you recorded the whole thing? Yeah. So, and it's funny because I remember we'd listen to it and then you could hear us like, I, I, I don't know how dumb I was, but I, I had no idea Roy was the killer. Um, <laughs> now, what do you uh, mean? Now you, well, because I thought Tommy was the killer. For some reason, um, uh, oh. I, I just thought, Tom, I remember at the end where, you know, uh, Tommy shows up in the barn like, Tommy! And you yeah. can hear us like, oh, you know, it's Tommy. And like, <laughs> Now I look at the movie and, and more or less Roy keeps telling us in every frame it's him. But, no, uh, but it's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Do those tapes still exist? I they do not. But I guess there wouldn't be much use for them. They would not be. It would be kind of. It would be kind of fun to listen to. I do. I, think I would I think so. I have. I have my own Friday the Thirteenth Part Five on eight millimeter film, Super Eight, that I need to convert sometime. So wait, that you. You filmed made, in the theater yeah. or you actually have a copy? No, I made as a kid when I was 14. <laughs> on eight millimeter? 
Yeah, Super 8, yeah. Wow, that's so cool. You should put that on YouTube or something. I'm afraid to look at it, so. But you know what? Those things people like, though. Yeah. Speaking of YouTube, do my friends do ask me to do every, every around this time of year. So in 2003, for the 25th anniversary convention for Halloween, they had a contest. And so you had to submit a three-minute video um, to, to be in the next Halloween, like in a walk-on role. And so everybody going, you know, submitted these kind of three-minute videos. And I think they chose uh, five of them to put online before the before the convention and so mine was one of the five that they put online and no so way. I, so i remember when people um i got to the convention and people were like already recognized me from my video and uh Dude, that's so cool and uh I, I remember i was in my hotel room i was with my sister and we had already gone to bed because we were on midwest time and oh, uh, okay. somebody called our room and they're like, we found you, we know where you live. And like, like to be funny, but I was just like, I didn't even know who these people were and stuff like that. So. Oh my gosh. So I did put that on YouTube and then my friends do ask me to share it around this time of year. So, and oh, I yeah, haven't shared that. But, well, and so it's a little embarrassing because uh, you would like it, but um, I, I reenact different Halloween scenes. And now I look back and it's not cut together that well. Like which um, ones? Which scenes do you reenact? Um, the, uh, I should see part. Now I can remember. So um, from Halloween H2O, uh, I'd like another glass of Chardonnay, please. Oh, nice. Today. Yeah. Um, this is currently online? It is. I'll, I'll give you the YouTube link. Yeah, I, send I it my way. Eat, so everybody's favorite is I, I, I do play PJ Stoll's uh, Waiting in Bed bob to come back oh no oh it's a and classic I, and i do uh bear my breasts and you say, have to. see anything you like so i wasn't going to do it but my friend did so i played laurie strode at the end in the closet who thing. plays bob or myers with the sheet on no one so it's it's me intercut with the movie oh that's even cooler it's not as cool as it sounds but it sounds yeah, cooler it, i'm fun, sure it's so. better than i'm thinking um i play laurie strode in the closet um <laughs> I have a Laurie Strode wig that I'm wearing. You found um, a closet that you could do that in? And yeah. And I'm actually, I'm wearing a movie wardrobe. I'm wearing, um, uh, you remember Final Destination 2 and the, the cop and the movie. I've the only seen survived. it once. Okay. So at the end, you know, they're at the barbecue. Um, yeah. Scene with kind of the final coda. So um, he's, it's a blue Oxford shirt. So uh, I own that shirt. So that's what I wore. Oh, nice. <laughs> that thing. I play... I play um, from part six. I play Paul. I mean, not and who's the little kid in part six? I can't remember his name now. Danny, Danny Lloyd. Is that, no, Danny. That's Johnny Road. Yeah. Um, yes. So I play him. Danny. Yeah. So when he bumps into Paul Rudd and breaks his pumpkin, so I play the little bit. So it's just oh, kind nice. of goofy fun. So that's cool. Um, you should so share I, that. I, I made the top ten, and then at the top ten, then they picked a name out of the hat at the convention to be the winner. So. I feel like you were ripped off and I demand a recount it was, to reshoot you know parts of that film with you in it. Uh, I got to meet most of the other top 10 people and for most of them, uh, I'd be happy for any of one of them to have been chosen the winner as well because they're, they're That's good cool. people. That's what you want to hear. No, no comment on the actual winner. But. Yeah, he was probably some <laughs> Hollywood jabroni fraud. She, some she, director's kid. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll, I'll send you that link so you can share or have a yeah. Send me the a, link. A good laugh. 
would love to see it. By the way, Friday the 13th is uh, next month, I believe. Um, I think it is, yeah. Yes, it is next month, Friday the 13th. It falls in November this year. So we'll have to do a proper set jetting show again around that time as well. We'll do that for sure. We'll have to dive into it. But, um, but I think that's going to be our time for today. Robert, unless you have anything you would like to share with the world. No, you zapped my brain with some good trivia tonight. So We'll, we'll do a better sharp. one next time. All right. That's maybe, all good. Maybe some Halloween trivia. But uh, I wish you well at the snowstorm this this weekend i hope everybody's safe thank you it'll be like wears mask the overlook the overlook <laughs> yeah post well you know what? we are isolated out here so there's a house next this is a new neighborhood that we're in so there's probably um seven houses total in the entire neighborhood wow there's, you really are shining it there it is kind of a little yeah. creepy at night yeah playing those the hedge mazes outside and you saw the corn that's right behind us so <laughs> Yeah, there's something going on there. There's a lot of... Uh... By the way, I don't know if you can see, I have like a Jesus wall, has religious stuff up there. And I'm a Catholic man. Each year they give you palms on Palm Sunday. You know, they yeah. like give them out. So each year I'll take a palm and I'll just hang them up there. Well, this is like 10 years. So there's all these palms. You can't really see. They're kind of off camera. But the other week my wife was like, you know, it's starting to look a little Children of the Cornish over there with all the um, reeds everywhere. I was like, you know what? I, that's a compliment for me. I will, I'm going to continue to grow this. We should be so lucky we could have corn coming out everywhere. Oh, yeah. Because corn's a cool look any time of season, any time of year. Absolutely. Don't and you think? It's a good, yeah. Um, I, I, I was just thinking because when I posted Halloween 4 locations, Halloween 4 has all those great opening shots of the countryside. And uh, somebody commented on the barn yeah. shot. And I remember the corn was so tall, I had to stand on top of the, my rental car to... Uh, oh, no way. To, to, the corn was, uh, to get a picture across the corn of the barn uh, in the distance, uh, the way it looked. But, you yeah. got a good shot. Yeah, so it worked out. So that, that Utah is a... Well, it's an interesting place, but... Um, yeah. I mean, four, five, and six, I mean, they're great horror Halloween films to be shot there. Oh, yeah. You do a great job, and you do great work. Please check out Mr. Robert Patterson's work at set-jetter.com. It's a tremendous site, and there's nobody better. You do great work. Check him out also uh, on Instagram uh, at setjetter. So that'll be our show. Check out all the shows for free on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Roku. Also, Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout. Coming soon to Pandora, Google Play, and uh, I think I'm missing one, but check it out. We're out there, the podcast. So Robert, thank you for being on the show, and we hope you come back for another Set Jetter Saturday very soon. Always great to see you. Thank you, everybody.